welcome back to the podcast ladies. I want to talk to you today about survival mode. Specifically, are you right now stuck or trapped in survival mode? Are you just about getting through the busyness and the chaos of the day-to-day and not truly thriving in your life? And this might be temporary and I'm going to help you recognise if you're there and maybe for you it's temporary because you have a really stressful situation going on in your family life, your personal life, your work or what I sadly also see is that this for many women is just the norm because they are overgiving, they are overworking, they are overdoing you know, so much in all areas of their life and they're not allowing themselves the space that they need to fill their own cup and to to be able to thrive. And if you really want to go from surviving and just sort of getting through the day-to-day to truly thriving and feeling like your best self, feeling like all areas of your life you are intentionally creating as your own. You are really thriving in your career, thriving in your relationships, thriving in the way you look after yourself, your personal well-being, your health, your fitness, thriving in your home environment with your family or your romantic relationship, your partnership, your friends, the relationship you have with your parents, you know, If you want to go from just getting by and feeling like you're treading water and you want to go to be fully thriving as your best self and not just treading water and sort of staying afloat but really moving forward and gaining that forward momentum with your goals, with the things that matter to you, feeling like you're really curating and designing a purposeful, impactful, like passionate, joyful life that brings you the joy that you desire. You, my girl, need to sign up for my new free workshop and healing circle that's going to be happening on Monday the 22nd of May at 8pm UK time, live on Zoom. If you're not in the UK, or if you can't make that time, sign up as well because every single person who signs up will get the access to the replay. So sign up regardless if you can show up live or not because it's going to be amazing. And honestly, I'm going to talk today about feeling stuck in survival mode, what you might have tried so far and what, why that might not have worked and also some key signs and like symptoms to recognize that you're in survival mode right now. So if you are resonating with even five, 10%, even one of the things I mentioned in today's episode, sign up for this free workshop because it is called Surviving to Thriving and it is breaking down my exact healing modality and method I share and use with all of my clients and I've helped at this point hundreds of women one-to-one to truly thrive in their own version of joy, success, happiness in their career, in their family life, in their finances, in their business, in their home, you name it and so I want that for you too and I want to share that with you in this free workshop along with some gorgeous healing activation that you will receive for free. So you will really get to come away with mindset breakthroughs, energy shifts, just feeling lighter, feeling more free, feeling more like there's a weight lifted off your shoulders. It's going to be a real self-care treat for yourself to be there at this workshop. So I would love to see you there, babe. Okay. So you want to go from surviving to thriving and you want to feel present. You want to actually feel like you're enjoying your life. You want to feel like you are 
purposefully showing up for your life you know you're not just sort of looking head down at your desk on a Monday morning and panicking at how or feeling dread of how much work you've got to do or how much life admin you've got to sort and then suddenly you look up and it's Friday and the week just flies by and you feel like you've not made any time for yourself you've not moved forward with your goals and you're just exhausted you're like crawling to the end of the week and the problem with this is you're not getting a moment to reset because you're always putting other people's needs above your above your own you know there's always something else to do there's always a task on the to-do list there's always um clients that need help there's always someone asking for another favor in work or in life and you're saying yes to these things when really you probably should be saying no to some of them and you know that but it's hard right once you're in that mode of I am the busy one I am the productive one I am the one who does everything for everyone it's hard to take that step back and to start prioritizing yourself to start prioritizing your desires your needs your goals so if you're in this mode right now if you're in that phase and you're resonating with what I'm saying you might have tried a couple of things you might have thought well if I can just be more disciplined if I can just be more motivated if I can just be more organized I hear this all the time if I could just get my act together if I could just um pull like pull my ass up and like be more organized and get things in place then I could do all of the above right then I could just manage it all I could just juggle it all and in doing that you're actually saying you know if I can if I can be better right if I can change if I can stop being xyz the amount of incredible ambitious fucking hard-working women I speak with who call themselves lazy or say like oh I just need to you know I just need to stop doing this or I just need to stop doing that and it's like these are the women who do all of the things for everyone (laughs) and they're like not only wanting to continue doing all the things for everyone but they're also then hoping that if they can just force themselves to be more productive right or be more motivated or more disciplined then they'll also then have all this time like out of thin air to work on themselves or to you know do that course or go to the gym more regularly or start a meditation practice or spiritual practice you know go to like have a self-care evening on a Wednesday because they know that that's going to be beneficial for them or start working with a coach or whatever it might be they're hoping to like basically keep things the same but just be more motivated and more disciplined and more organized so that they are this like master juggler of every single thing going on in their life and the issue with this approach is it's not sustainable because how many Mondays or Sunday evenings have you gone okay this week is the week that I'm going to be more organized or I'm going to be more motivated or more disciplined or whatever it might be like this week is going to be the magical week that changes everything where I'm suddenly going to continue doing everything I'm doing and then some more and somehow maintain that for the rest of my life right somehow maintain you know let's say you've got a goal to work on a side hustle after work in the evening and you're like right this week is the week Monday morning I'm gonna be so organized I'm gonna be so motivated I'm gonna do my work I'm gonna do this I'm gonna sort that person out and then I'm still gonna have time for xyz and we all know that 
you've had those weeks, you've had those Mondays where you've really hoped that that would be the case and it's not played out like that. And there are a couple issues with this approach and why it it probably hasn't worked for you and why you might still feel like you're stuck in that survival mode and you're not breaking that cycle. The first thing is motivation is not a reliable source of progress, of results. You cannot rely on pure like Duracell bunny energy to just be jolted into your bones on a Monday morning and suddenly you're like a superhuman robot woman who can work 12 hour days and be fine. Like that is not sustainable or reliable. And I think we romanticize and we almost like over overestimate what we believe we can achieve in a week and the irony is that keeps you stuck in that all or nothing cycle it's like that classic tony robbins quote isn't it you overestimate what you can achieve in a week or in a day but you then underestimate what you can achieve in a year when if you just had a sustainable way of working a sustainable lifestyle you would be able to stick to it and you wouldn't be falling off the wagon and motivation is just not something we can rely on especially as women you know you have a cycle you have an energy cycle there are periods of your cycle where you say are due to bleed or you're on your period you your output is not going to be the same at that time of month than it is when you are fertile, when you're in your fertile window and you're full of hormones and full of energy. You are different throughout the month. And yet we just hope and pray that we're always going to be this like superhuman motivated, organized, perfect superwoman version of ourselves and that's not the case you're a human and the other part of this as well which I have a real issue with is is your is your dream life really you working more and you working harder because I know it feels like if I could just work harder, if I could just do a bit more, if I could just do X, Y, Z, right? If I could just do all of this and this and then make time for this, squeeze this in, then I'll achieve my goals. Then I'll be living my best life. But does your dream life really look like that? Does it look like you feeling exhausted every single Friday and feeling like you're crawling towards the end of the week because you've done so much, because you've been wearing busy and perfect and motivated and organised as this badge of honour. Like being honest, is that your version of success? Feeling that exhausted because you've, you've done so much and you have been able to somehow magically juggle all of these different things. So clearly it's not sustainable and it's not healthy to just try to work harder or be more organized. And I guess that's my that's my issue with the root of taking more action or being, you know, motivational motivational like coaching vibe where it's more sort of Oh, if you wanted it hard enough, you would just fucking do it. Just make time for it. Some of that is really viable. But clearly, it's not working. And clearly, it's not sustainable. And it's not healthy. Because I know that the things you want, the house you want, the promotion you want, the holidays you want the partner you want, the family you want, 
the bank account you want, the business you want, the friends you want, the things you want on your vision board, you want them because they're going to bring you more joy, more peace, more freedom, more happiness and fulfillment, more creativity. You don't want them at the expense of, you know, it's like, is it really your dream job if to if to get there you're forcing yourself to do 12 hour days, six days a week? Like, something's got to give. The second path you might go down, and this is more if you're like, okay, clearly the way I'm being or the way, the things I'm doing... I'm overgiving, I'm overworking, I struggle with boundaries, I struggle to put myself first. Clearly, I need to talk this through with someone. Clearly, I need to understand why I do this. I need to talk it out and gain some self-awareness of like, what is it within me that is is keeping me stuck in this mode of survival, of stress, of putting so much on my plate. And so you might go to talking therapy and you might spend months and months and months and months, sometimes in cases even years, right? One of my clients had spent 15 years in and out of therapist's office. And so you've spent that time talking about your childhood, talking about your upbringing or talking about, you know, what was modeled to you growing up, your relationship with your caregivers or your parents, experiences you had in school that shaped how you feel about productivity. And you feel like you've gained a lot of momentum because you have that self-awareness. You know why you are built that way. And you know that you believe X, Y, Z about work. Or you believe that being there for everyone makes you a better person or it makes you more lovable or, right, you have that self-awareness. And this is a real point where so many people get to in this world, in this community, and this online space of personal and spiritual growth, because there are an overwhelming number of resources out there that are aiming to educate you about who you are and why you are the way that you are. And so you reach this point where you're like, well, my my limiting belief is this, or my fear is this, my trigger to overwork or to stress or to feel anxiety or to X, Y, Z is this. And I know why, because in my childhood, this happened. Or in my school years, this happened. In my first job, this happened. When I was 25, this happened. And it's like, you have that awareness. And yet, what I see time and time again is that awareness is not enough to make change. Because it's one thing to be aware that you're doing something. It's one thing to be aware of why you are doing something. It's one thing to be aware of how you're, how you've been shaped what's been modelled to you, what your conditioning is, even what your fears are, what your trauma is. Awareness is only ever, when it comes to lasting change, awareness is only ever the first step. And awareness is a really important step, of course it is. But it's only ever the first step. And what I see, and what I want you to imagine because I know many of you will be stuck in this right now, is this cycle of, it's like you're trapped in this self-help cycle where you know exactly why you're doing something because you're reading all the books, 
you're listening to all the podcasts, you've been to talking therapy and you're just going around and around in a circle or in a cycle of knowing why you're doing something, talking it out, thinking about it, analysing it, researching it and yet still doing it because awareness is not enough on its own and the reason why this is when we're logically intellectually rationally understanding something that self-awareness awareness is your conscious mind so having conscious awareness of something is what makes humans humans because when you have conscious awareness you can plan right you can make change you can take action and so that's why awareness and that more logical part of your brain is so important but people get stuck there because they they think well now I'm aware of it I should just be able to change it right I should just be able to to stop doing it oh but maybe it's because I don't understand it enough yet right I need to go back to you know I need to go back to talking therapy and talk about it more but talking through something and trying to intellectually understand it it will only get you so far because 95% of who you are and what you are made up of is unconscious and therefore is like actually illogical and isn't stored intellectually as you know this logical rational understanding and that's why you can have a logical understanding of why you're doing something and yet you still do it and you still stay stuck in that cycle because 95% of you determines that cycle and so you can talk about it all you want and the way I describe it is like imagine your mind is a keyboard and so if only 5% of you is made up of the conscious logical thinking mind that's like can talk things through and rationalize things that's five percent of that keyboard so that's like what one or two keys of that whole keyboard and i don't know about you but i couldn't use my laptop if only two of the keys if i was only pressing two of the keys (laughs) it wouldn't work and I wouldn't be able to do what I needed to do on that laptop. And this is what we're doing when we're working. And this is what we're doing when we're working purely with that conscious, rational way of doing things. And that that is my issue with just talking things through and just having the self-awareness. And if anything, that can exacerbate the issue, and I'm sure some of you listening will resonate with this, that can exacerbate the issue because you can have almost like so much logical and rational awareness and understanding of something that it actually becomes even more shameful and even more frustrating and even more stressful that you're doing it and you're continuing to do it and what is that going to do shame stress frustration what do you think these emotions right these responses are going to create in your body they're going to create more exhaustion more blame more shame and keep you even more stuck in that survival mode where you're like why can i not just set boundaries why can i not just say you know just say no to my auntie when she asked me to do that why can I not just calmly have this conversation with my boss about how much work they give me and I want to manage that better and I need their help to do that because they throw stuff on my plate 
Why can I not just do the things that I need to do to feel better? Why can I not just leave work on time? Why can I not just X, Y, Z, fill in the blank for you? The things that you're doing right now that annoy you, you're like, I wish I could prioritise the gym more. I wish I just made time for myself more. It's almost like you can't have too much self-awareness, but if it's self-awareness on its own without the further support, you're going to really struggle because you're going to stay stuck in that cycle and you're going to be fully aware that you're in that cycle. And that's really annoying. Let's say you are really aware that you, this is this is something I really healed, you were really aware that you attached your self-worth to your productivity or to your job title or to how, what grades you got in school and so that has bred this attachment of yourself to doing things and to being productive and to doing everything for everyone and let's say you have awareness of that and that understanding that the roots of that and that could be conditioning it could be certain trauma it could be fears it could be beliefs it could be things that have been drilled into you from a young age it could be things your parents or caregivers said to you again and again it could be really difficult experiences you've had related to that but along the way that has compounded and that is causing quite a lot of stress and pain in you and in your body and imagine if that trauma and the the roots of struggling to say no come from all of that and imagine that pain and that past and those roots is like a house fire it's that house fire that's blazing hot that's like feels really scary that's burning things to the ground you just talking about that thing you just talking about oh well I do this because when I was younger my dad said this and you just having an understanding of why that's happening that's like trying to take this glass of water that's on my desk now and pouring it into that house fire and hoping that the house fire will go out and it won't because it's not enough and yet people I think you know hope that having awareness alone will help them make change and nine times out of ten it just isn't enough and we need to actually go a layer deeper so that we can access and heal and process what is under the surface. I need you to know that if you were resonating with what I'm saying, it's okay. It's okay. And it's okay if you feel like you're not moving forward and making the change and making the progress and breaking the cycle in the way that you want to. And I hope what I've shared so far is helping you understand that it's not just about planning better or stopping being lazy or understanding where it's happened, you know, where it's come from or why it's happened. All those things are just like icing on the cake or little tools, right? But we need to go that one layer deeper because I know there are so many women women who listen to this podcast who have years and years of experience in their own personal development and so having talking about it more having more intellectual understanding of it is not going to cut it we need to go deeper so how do we go deeper how do we go from survival mode to thriving i'm gonna cover this a lot more in the free workshop so make sure you're signed up 
But if you're like, oh my God, Kat, this is me. I want to talk and speak a little bit about your unconscious mind and your nervous system. And if what I'm saying is resonating and you're like, oh my God, this is what I need. Like I said, make sure you're in the free workshop because we're going to go more in depth and you're going to actually be able to physically experience some of this in action in our healing activation that we're going to do together. So you need someone, me, (laughs) I am one of those people, hello, who can go under the surface and actually access the unconscious mind. And I want you to think of the rest of that keyboard, right? That 95% of that keyboard. Because 95% of your automated behaviours, your automated thoughts and habits, your belief system, your values, your identity, like literally how you view yourself, how you see yourself, the person you perceive yourself to be, is made up and lives and is maintained in 90, in this 95%, which is our unconscious mind and our nervous system. So our unconscious mind and our body. And I want you to think of your unconscious mind and your nervous system. So your mind and your body, almost like a, a team, <laughs> working as a team. And these two things are like a tag team. And they go in between each other constantly, sharing and feeding back information and sending signals and creating your life, like literally creating who you are, what you decide to do, your response to something. So taking that example of someone who believes that their self-worth and their they're more worthy of love if they are productive or if they're the best or if they perform well. That person might have stored memories or stored conditioning or a stored belief system that uphold that perception or that perspective of the world. And so that is essentially stored and maintained with those two team members. And there's, you know, many, you know, the memories, I always think of like the memories and the thoughts and the imagery and the, you know, all of that imprinted is stored in the mind and the mind's eye. Like if you can remember exactly what the teacher said to you when you got a bad score on the test or whatever it might be is stored in the mind but also the body stores things too the body stores um a learned response of danger of stress or of upset or panic when that thing happened and so what will happen And this is like the science behind these moments that you have throughout the day where you wish you could just say no when you got that favour asked of you, but you didn't because this was at play. So your boss comes over and says, hey Kat, can you pick up this project? This person's off this week and I know you'll be amazing at it you're already floundering and panicking and like barely like treading water like surviving through the week because you're so busy and you've already said yes to so much and you've already got so much life admin and other other stuff going on this moment triggers within your body within your nervous system a certain response and it's like the brain stem is at the back of your neck 
and then your nervous system goes down your spine and then across your body. So they are always in communication with each other. And so obviously your brain processes the external thing of your boss asking you to do something. And in like a split second, your automated response is like a panicked yes before you can even consider it. Because there's this stored information going between the two that says you need to be the best and you can't say no. Because if you aren't the best and if you say no, if you let someone down, then you aren't the best and therefore you're not as lovable, therefore you're not as worthy. And then five minutes later, you're like, fuck, why did I say yes? Why didn't I just say no? Because that unconscious 95% of you has that automated response. And so how do we break this cycle? We need to go into the mind and the body and access those deeper layers to basically train the it's like two parts we need to allow the response itself to be processed and released because a trigger like all a trigger is really is a a like stuck and repeated emotional response so it triggers you know someone requests a favor because of the belief system you have or the experiences you have around you need to say yes to everyone that triggers a response of a panicked yes and then the cycle continues because that feeling it has never fully been processed by you it's almost like you get stuck in this pattern and this habitual way of responding and of being. But if we go into the nervous system and into the unconscious mind and we actually allow the the processing of that response and that might be rooted in feeling so, so sad that your five-year-old self felt unlovable we need to process that as even as a 30 40 50 year old we need to process that so that the emotion and the trigger and the response can like complete the cycle and once a cycle has complete and this can take time you know it can take multiple sessions it can take multiple memories even or multiple emotions or beliefs but eventually what you'll feel is that that same external stimulus of your boss asking you for a favor no longer has the same trigger and the same automated response within you and that's what I mean when I say you don't have to be like this forever like you don't have to feel forever like you're stuck in a cycle of survival of stress of overwhelm of overdoing of overgiving but we need to go that layer deeper to allow that process to happen allow that release and that healing to happen And then the beauty of it is we also are then training the mind and training the nervous system to hold a different response. And so we can heal and process the feeling of dread about saying no to someone and the the sadness that you might have around the repercussions that that your unconscious feels it might have if you aren't perfect all the time we can process and heal that and we can also train your mind and body to withhold and withstand 
more resilience in the face of that environment where you can feel calmer and more regulated and more strong in saying no I've actually got a lot on my plate this week and I'm not going to be able to do that which is so revolutionary for so many people who struggle with this so that's the the gist of like I guess the the depth of what we're doing and that is a process that is so unique to you and there are so many ways that we can do that which is why I think it's so important to work not only on that unconscious deeper layer but also with a practitioner with a coach that you feel safe with that you feel held by and that you don't need to do it alone you know you don't need to continue the cycle of reading all the books of listening to all the podcasts of feeling like you have all this knowledge and you're still not feeling like you can move forward i wanted to wrap up here by sharing some signs and signals that you are living in survival mode and you are living in that stress response because what is happening in survival mode remembering what I was saying just then about the nervous system and the body having that response that trigger sadly what can happen is those moments throughout the day are so often and so um, reliably repeated that the body actually never reaches like there might be rare moments of the day where the body can complete a stress cycle and enter that restful state and that's why you get to the end of the week and you're feeling so exhausted because your body and your mind is constantly receiving a signal that something stressful is happening or your you know your fear or your people pleasing is triggered or your comparison is triggered or your worrying about boundaries is triggered 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 throughout the day and that trigger every time is sending you into that stress response is sending you into fuck like panic fight flies flies <laughs> what the fuck flies fight freeze fawn right you're constantly being that mode is constantly being switched on and that's what I mean when I say stuck in survival mode because that's what's happening so some signs that you're in this right now you are addicted to checking your phone and looking at your phone and a big one I see is you basically look at your phone first thing in the morning and last thing when you go to bed at night that's a really common one because not only does that tell me that you are constantly seeking out danger or information or requests right you're like I need to check my emails or I need to check social media or I need to check my texts I need to see if this person's got back to me you know not only are you doing that but what's also probably happening is the body can get addicted to that like stress cycle of needing that hit of adrenaline of oh my god I need to check my emails and they've responded with this and I'm in conflict with that person or this shit is hitting the fan I need to check in on it if you're never giving yourself even a moment at the beginning of your day or the end of your day before you go to sleep to be unplugged from being contactable or information then the likelihood is you are in survival mode the second thing is you're stuck on an energy roller coaster so you are wired at night before you go to bed or you struggle to fall asleep but then the next day you really struggle to get going you're relying on you know stimulants or caffeine to get going throughout the day you 
can really struggle with motivation and you can feel really low at multiple points but you also like force yourself to push through and then almost ride off this like adrenaline of you know when you've had not enough sleep or you're really stressed and you have those you know you have an important meeting or something or you need to go and do something for a family member or whatever and you just force yourself it's like I imagine it's like we have our main energy tank but because your energy tank is so drained and so low throughout the day that there's this like reserve tank of energy that really you shouldn't need to access but you need to access the reserve tank and it's like pulling from this deeper well of energy that is just pure like survival mode just keep going keep pushing keep pushing through and that's sending you on the energy roller coaster because you might feel the adrenaline of the coffee or of the pushing through when you're in that meeting but you crash afterwards the third thing i see is you can't stop and you can't sit still like you literally can't sit and do nothing you're constantly feeling that you need to be multitasking or you need to be productive at all times so a common thing I see is you're always listening to podcasts or you're always have an audible on or you always have um you know youtube videos on or whatever it might be whilst you're also cooking or also cleaning and this isn't to say that doing that when you fancy it means that this you know means there's something wrong but if you find that there's never a point in your day where you are not doing something or consuming something right consuming information then your your body is stuck in a stress response because there is no human built to receive that amount of information in the nervous system the next sign is that you are really easily triggered into overwhelm so overwhelm is such a such an overwhelming feeling you know those moments where one thing it's like the straw that broke the camel's back suddenly oh my god like meltdown stress can't handle this so annoyed about that how could they how dare they it's always me who has to deal with this shit xyz again that as an isolated incident or that like the week before your period or that you know at the end of your tether when it's the same person and they've pissed you off again and again there is nothing wrong with that as an isolated incident but if you I want to say like two two to four times a week if you more than a handful of times a week are having that response are being triggered into that overwhelm then you are in a survival mode, you are in a stress response. And the last thing I want to say, and this is going to sound really obvious if you've listened to the whole episode, but the last sign that you're in survival mode is that change is really hard. Because you're in that cycle, it's actually really hard to break that cycle and to get out of it. And it's almost like we become our body is so resilient and it it has such an ability to constantly bounce back no matter how far we push it that you become accustomed to feeling stressed and you become accustomed to working 12 hour days and you become accustomed to, to, to doing things that your body isn't naturally built to do but because it's a cycle, because it's a pattern, because it's a habit, doing something different is really hard because you're just used to that feeling. Some people 
and this might be hard to hear, but some people are used to feeling like shit. Some people are used to being exhausted. Some people are used to being stressed. And some people's, some people are almost addicted to it because that's what a habit is, right? A habit is that cycle of craving something. And that's where like the phone comes in, right? Where if you are, if you are so used to shit being thrown at you 24 seven, at some point you're so on edge and you're so, you're you're predicting things happening, you're going to actually unconsciously seek it out. And that could be checking your emails or checking your texts or it could be like watching the news because that's just another version, right, of something bad happening, of a stress response. So, like I said, these things, isolated incidents, are just human and we we are humans living in a modern world and so we are going to have these moments. But if you are experiencing even one of those five things on a weekly basis, then chances are you are stuck in survival mode and I need you to come to the free workshop because I want to help you get out of it and I want to start that process and show you that there's another way, especially if you resonate with what I've shared around, I've already tried this, I've already tried to be more organised, I've already tried to you know, I've already tried, say, talking therapy to talk it out and understand it. But if you're still stuck in the cycle, then something needs to change and something's got to give. And I want to show you that that is possible for you. So surviving to thriving, the free workshop, it's happening on Monday, the 22nd of May at 8pm UK time. I will pop the link in the show notes, make sure you sign up and you will get the replay even if you can't come live. And I'll see you in my next episode, loves.